0: Alright, 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 no one ever asked for this, but I am here to entertain you listeners anyways. You're asking, what do I got for you? Well, T-Rex plays Valiant, a superhero tabletop RPG, movie watch-along, movie and TV commentaries, 8 Sides of MMA, Talking Local and World MMA, 80K Gaming, Xbox, PC, and PS4 reviews, but right now it's time to misbehave with T-Rex and his guests. Let's hit it. Good evening, or whatever time of day it may be to you, and welcome to the new year. This is Trent, the T-Rex Steinbrink, with Misbehaving with T-Rex, and I've got John McMains with me. So, uh... Hello, everybody. Welcome to this new year. Um, try not to set drinks on that, just because it'll clatter. Um, but the, uh... Uh... New year... It's been awesome. been a great year. I hit the ground running uh, because a couple this is months... This what, we're one week in? I think so.
1: What is it? Yep, today's the seventh, so we're one week into the new year.
0: Yep. And uh, a couple months ago, started working out over at Granite Fitness and uh, just lifting because the our gym, uh, the Grindhouse, is a bunch of killers. Everybody else has been doing lifting and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like you just can't just go in and roll and expect to really be able to do much, you might get one good roll in, and then everybody's just going to demolish Overpower it. you, yeah. Yeah, yep, exactly. People that you never think where it's like, oh, hey, you're going to, like, you're half my size. I'll be able to, why am I on my face? Yeah. <laughs> but today was a blast. Uh, got to, as soon as I got done with work, uh, in the morning with books and everything, went over to Granite, worked out for a couple hours, did strength, cardio, um, stuff like that. Oh. And then uh, went to uh, the grindhouse, had some awesome noon, noon with people. Almost knocked myself out. Um, <laughs> I, I've got a uh, half guard, uh, or actually going from full guard um, over to side control that I do, where it's, it's a quick movement where usually my knee goes into the person and, you know, they doesn't really move but Mm -hmm. Z moved out of the way and so my leg just bounced and uh, came right back at me and he started laughing and it's just like you you alright bud do do, do we need to stop and it's like no no we're (sighs) You know, even if Good. you were knocked
1: out, like, from the where I could see where you got hit, if that was, like, an inch lower, you'd have a nice shiner, dude. Oh, I know, yeah. I've <laughs> already that would have been embarrassing. Dude, what happened? Oh, I need myself in the face. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've already got a little bump that uh, I'm sure... But it's it,
1: it's I'm only noticeable get. if you point it out. If you point it to it, it's like, oh, I guess there is a little tiny bump there. But yep. it's not something that you'd notice any other. So, I mean, you got lucky. You got right, lucky. Right, right, exactly.
0: But uh, it, it's been awesome. I, I've compared to last year where it, it was just a year of chaos and pain. And out of all of that, though, I started to grow and I started mm-hmm. to learn really about myself and what I do and don't want. And, mm-hmm. and you know, and it's one of those things where, um, you know, I had, you know, people in my life who helped me along with that. Mm-hmm. And some of those people are still in my life. Some mm-hmm. of them aren't, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those things where it, I realized that like, it's, it's okay to, to move forward and hopefully they're moving forward as well in their lives mm-hmm. and, you know, healing in themselves because it's, it's a job you have to do for yourself by yourself. Usually, you exactly. know, like, so you can have a support system there, but when it comes down to it, you're the one who has to do it. Yeah, and you can't that, depend
1: on other people to live your life for you. Yep,
0: exactly. And that shit is terrifying, but at the same time, it's one of those things that it's it's wonderful once you start to take those steps, and usually they're baby steps. You know, mm-hmm. it's small, small stuff of like, you know what, I'm gonna pick something up and toss it out instead of you know just staring at it going like. Well, I'll get that someday, you know. Yeah. Where it's or you've like I went through and cleaned out my closet, where I had a bunch of stuff from like four or five years ago, where it's sitting in a box with the intention of like well, I could use that someday. Right. Well, I haven't used it in four or five years, so come on, Trent. It's essentially junk now. A lot of this stuff was like oh electronics that I may use again and now are archaic. And <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. No. Look exactly. Like anything. like you know. You know,
1: somebody put on, on Reddit the other day like how they don't throw away cables, and it's like, you know, yeah, just in case you have to hook a Nokia N190 <laughs> to a fax machine, you know what I mean? I got that cable, <laughs> you know? Like, no, you're never going to have to fucking do that again. Like, that shit doesn't happen anymore. So, yeah, it, it is. And, and you know, I don't know. I've always
0: thought uh, nostalgia is a little overrated and stuff. but Well, nostalgia is one of those things where it is, but it's also hard to get away from, because when you're caught up in it, there is something about it where it's, and for us, I would say nostalgia, nostalgia hits us at the movies. Well, and not, not necessarily, you know you're right, and I think more, spot for, I think more, like, to, because that's where we, we yeah, go all yeah. the time.
1: And I think to, 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 to narrow it down, I mean more like sentimentality, you know what I mean? Like, like where, I don't know, for me, I know it's because, you know, like there, I didn't, I was the last of seven kids, um... Uh, a lot of personal effects were lost in a, in a flood, in a storage unit and stuff, so um, I don't think there was that many pictures of me, like baby pictures and stuff like that anyway, you know what I mean? Um, and then but and then I think what was pretty much had was, was lost. So, and I mean, it's just one of those things. What am I going to do? Sit down and cry about it, you know what I mean? It wasn't anybody's fault, nobody's intention to, to, to do that. So, but it's just, I just, it's kind of made me not very, very sentimental, you know what I mean? Like, I don't,
0: there aren't a lot of pictures of me around. There aren't, because I don't really, Bio. Yeah. Well, you know what's uh, interesting is my mom has a bunch of physical, like film pictures, uh, and I, actually I found an old. <coughs> uh, she's got like under, undeveloped film. No, 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 no. She she developed them all. Oh, oh, oh. But they're just sitting, and she's got a she's got an awesome little organization thing for him and everything, hmm. where she can go like, oh, I want to see your your childhood photos. Here are those. I want to see when I went on this trip. Here are those. And oh, she's okay. Got so she's got them all, all Yep, okay. yep, exactly. I mean, it's that... She used to love to scrapbook. So... like She had them, like, she, she had them, like broken up so she could scrapbook them later. Well, so. no. It, oh, my God. you used to, You should have seen it at the old house before she moved. Like, when I was a kid, it was a nightmare, because there were film photos, so... You take a bunch of photos and just kind of go. Well, I hope this turns out. Might as well take a couple. Mm-hmm. So there are a bunch, and they would just go one day with like 20 film rolls mm-hmm. and get them all developed, and then come home with 20 film rolls worth of photos. Like, and the living like room would 10 become pound box. Yeah. Yep. The living room would become photo city, and some of them were good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and it's. It was fun, and I'm so glad they did that because I, I can go and look back at stuff mm-hmm. and, and have those memories. Now it's just, it's all Facebook and everything. But the thing is, or Instagram, which I, I was going to um, promo where if you want to see what Little Trent looks like, go ahead and add me on Instagram, Misbehaving with T-Rex. Uh, name of the show should be pretty easy to find. <laughs> but... Uh, or uh, Facebook. I think it pops up on the Misbehaving with T-Rex uh, fan page as well. Um, you can see me in my very first gi as a white belt in Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think my very first day coming home with it. Or maybe the first time putting on because that belt tie is pretty janky. <laughs> um, and then I put up another one where I was doing uh, the black belt test for... Um, taekwondo, um, where I was defending. Myself oh yeah, I saw. Three yeah, I saw that one. yeah, yeah, yeah. I showed you both of them. Um, oh yeah, I saw the other one too. Yeah, it's funny because it's just like, holy shit, he was tiny at one point, and yeah, I was. Well, yeah. you were bigger than all the other kids. You know what's funny? There for a short while, it wasn't that bad. I, I was a little bit taller, but it wasn't as bad <clears throat> as it. it. It wasn't. It wasn't the first kid chosen on the basketball team. Or or when you go outside for recess to play on the yard and everything. Yeah, you weren't, like, freakishly big. Nope, nope. It it was probably about fifth, sixth grade where all of a sudden I started really shooting up. Mm -hmm. But I was a fucking string bean, and I wore all of my emotions on my sleeve. Mm -hmm. To be fair, I still do to an extent. I I mask some of them, but Mm -hmm. there are still times where it's like, I know my face is giving away... What I'm going through, and I don't want it to, but it is, <laughs> you know. But, uh, it's not going to become a spy anytime soon, right? Maybe yeah, yeah not too much, not too much. If so I'm on do. like stage, okay, I can get it to do what I want because that's that's well, there's a something about playing thing. a character, yeah, exactly. So. That's not like being out in the real world <laughs> facing it live, <lying. laughs> yeah, right. So, anyways, um, that's we, we got off on an awesome little tangent there. I love it. Um, I, I haven't had too much craziness going on over the holidays and everything. I got to see uh, one of my cousins, uh, Cousin Kelly. She came up with her husband... Fiancé, long-time boyfriend, like, significant... Common law, something like Right! It, it's one of those... I I, I apologize. I don't remember... What their relationship status is, but I know they're together and quite happy, so that's <laughs> awesome. He's really cool. He's uh, they're both really nerdy and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to say he works some sort of tech job of something. I, I maybe at like a college or something. Or or no, no. Actually, I think he's um, he's a teacher, and I think he's actually going up for like tenure or something soon or something. Cool. Or like or like. Um, something along that line. And my cousin Kelly, I was paying attention to his story while she was telling everybody else what she had going on. Cause there were a lot of people <laughs> there and it was, there was a bunch of stuff going and I got to give her a big old hug and it was great. But I mm. just don't remember off the top of my head what, what she's got going on. I know she's doing really well. And, and like, I do remember her saying mm-hmm. that, but, um, uh, one of my aunts actually brought up a, a good point. Um, where they had done a twenty three and me or something like that
2: mm-hmm.
0: where they had a weird little anomaly pop up or some anomalies pop up when it, it came back of like, Oh, you have family over here and here and here and and it was one of those things where it was just like it was like, oh, well, like mm-hmm. was, you know, and it, it turned out where it's like, oh yeah, dad went. It went. When he was either out on the road or something had kids elsewhere mm-hmm. and it was just one of those things where it's like for me that just confirmed where it's like i will never take one of those tests being mm-hmm. adopted and where my father's information was never released mm-hmm. like, was, like she There's never no told point, me but, yeah well they're... because like that means that if they've done that or whatever all of a sudden in montana boop, there i pop up and that can ruin families where all if if mm-hmm. you didn't know something you know and it's just one of those it's like nope don't don't want that plus I just don't trust those tests I don't want to send my DNA well into, the, to, to to be honest yeah. like I don't know my sister so my sister
1: in law is a science teacher mm-hmm. okay I can't remember what grade um, either I want to say middle school or high school um, she's like a biology teacher and uh, uh, or she's got a degree in biology I know that um, and so like. I don't know, she she gave me this big thing about how, like, you know, Ancestor.com and all that stuff, it's kind of BS, and I'm like, eh, and like, I don't know, I kind of, I don't know, I like to kind of do a little bit more independent, you know, because she didn't have a lot of good answers to some of my questions, and I don't know shit about yeah. shit, yeah. so I was kind of like, you know, because she, her, the, essentially what they were saying, her, her thing was, is that, um, there, there hasn't been a wide enough sampling, right, of DNA, Uh uh-huh. um, even though this has been going on for like 30 years is when it first started, you know what I mean? It was like a long-ass time ago. And I kind of... her her. I feel like her argument's valid for back then, but now there probably has been a
0: huge
1: sampling now done. But she's like, but it hasn't been done in certain parts of the world, which she's right, because certain parts of the world are developing and all that stuff. Yeah. So <clears throat> to basically say... She's saying like, you're not... For them to say, okay, so you have West African heritage. It's like, well, no... People that have similar DNA to you also have what, you know, it's like, it's like this, 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 uh, you have samplings of your part of your DNA popped up in some people that were tested in this part of, of like West Africa. And it's like, well, okay, but we don't know that particular area's DNA makeup. You know what I mean? Like who immigrated there, who did this and that and stuff. And it's like, and I'm, for me, I'm kind of going, I think that's why they keep adding more information and said they've been adding information for almost 30 years especially in the last 10 years when this has become very popular and viable or more viable um i don't know if that argument still holds up so i don't know how accurate it is i don't know exactly for me so um but she you know she seemed pretty pretty sure about it it was awesome cooking with her too because she would like explain like you know when you know when you've got raw meat and stuff and you're like oh it's still bloody that's not fucking blood Okay, all the blood is gone. Has been for a long time. The first thing they do is slip the throat and they fucking drain it in blood. Yeah. Okay, those are like protein <laughs> globules or some oh, kind of yeah, crazy yeah. shit. She's like, it's not actually blood. It just turns red. So it's not. Yeah, it's just. It was just. And it's just so funny because she's like every time she's like, oh, this is that. And this <laughs> is why. This is you know. And da 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 da. And it's like
0: I don't know. Yeah, I love my sister in law. She's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so anyway, so that that segues perfectly. What the heck were you up to over there? Oh, ball? I actually
1: had a
0: eventful time. I had.
1: uh I went to Houston, um, or just outside, uh, Dickinson, Texas, which is essentially a suburb of Houston, League City, Dickinson. And, uh, uh, yeah, I once saw my family. I went stayed in my sister's house, um, uh, where my sister and my dad and my sister's partner, Aurelis, lives, and they have a roommate, uh, Aisa, who I met, who's wonderful. Um, and, uh, then while we were there, my brother, Ben, and his daughter, Madison, um, showed up not showed up I and mean, they were you know, they came. Yeah. Uh were and invited. Then, and then, yeah, exactly. Everyone was invited. And um and then uh that was like the second day I was there and that was the day I did all that shopping. <sighs> Ten hours straight, man. And uh then uh I think it was the
0: day after that I believe. Yeah, that was one when uh when John came home, he walked down and I was like sitting there and we we, we exchanged, you know, the the general pleasantries Oh, mm-hmm. you know all, all that and then it was just like, dude, did you lose weight while you were down there? And it was just like, no, I just got close that fit, like
1: You're right. you know.
0: And it's like that; it's so like, looking trim, looking awesome. Sir. Well, yeah, because I mean, I've been
1: wearing, you know, I mean, I've been losing weight. I've known that because I could tell my belt. I was going through uh, my belt sizes, you know. Yeah. And Isn't that uh, this belt that I've had, right? This belt that I've had for years. And when I bought the belt, I was, and you can tell too, because that was the most worn part of it, um, uh, loophole, I should say, uh, was, uh, like think, second from the end. You know what I mean? Second from the, the, the fattest you could get the belt. Yeah. And, uh, I was at the point where I was, you know, at the smallest and past it actually. Like, I was actually like, it wasn't, that wasn't even tight anymore. And, uh, the pants I was wearing were like 38s. So that's what I've been wearing for years and years. And, uh Yeah. So it turns out my waist size is now 34. Nice. So it makes a big difference when you're like, oh, wearing pants that are actually made to fit you and they're not like literally like two sizes too big. And so, yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh, so, awesome. yeah, so, okay. so, yeah, so so I do, I, yeah. And that was, and yeah, Congrats on losing weight. Oh, I mean, thank that's, you. It's, it takes yeah, time. A lot you know, of that it's, was, yeah, it, it just doesn't just fall off one day. Yeah, exactly. Just eating better, essentially. You know, when you stop eating like complete you know what, shit actually, and start going to just a little bit
0: like shit. I actually saw dead. something where working out doesn't do too, like it's, it's great for you. Mm-hmm. It, it, it will help with some weight. And it'll tone. It'll tone. But most of your weight loss comes mm-hmm. out of your diet. diet yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, but no, I think on the third day, I think it was that, uh, my, uh, my brother, Michael, and his wife, Crystal, um, who I was just talking about. Yep. And uh, their kids, um, which are the twins, they're going to their uh, first year of college. Um, they're 18, Anne and Elizabeth, and they're just oh, they're so adorable. They're just like teeny tiny people. They're like 90 pounds, and they're just so cute. And they're just, I don't know. I don't know it freaks me out though. I'm like they're going off to the world. Like oh my god, get them into a the ju- jitsu class. And, you know, <laughs> exactly. make, make sure. Know. My they, brother, they according to that. my brother, they're both tough as hell and stuff. They're like they played soccer and stuff growing up, and they're just like the toughest kids. Nice, um, gotta but, get uh, kids. Now, now, yeah, now they're they're both you know brilliant and they're artists and all sorts of things. Hell yeah, kind really awesome. yeah, that's um, good to hear. But, uh, and then um, although I did find them both sleeping under the kitchen table once, that was weird. It's like, everybody was kind of off doing their own thing, I think they just both decided to take a nap in the dining room. They just twinned the out. Table. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, "Oh, okay. You can't begin to understand <laughs> their twin ways. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, and then Josh, their their younger brother, he's like 16. Um, he's just a great kid. He's just like, yeah. He's the kind of kid that's just goofy and fun and, you know, all that stuff and doesn't really, you know let anything really get to him, he's just always kind of happy and, you know what I mean, cool and just going on, you know, he's the kind of kid that like, like almost every girl in school is probably desperately in love with him and he is just completely oblivious, like has no idea, Yeah, yeah. that kind of kid, he's awesome and then, uh, and then Gracie Gracie is awesome, Gracie's like uh, she's like, what, 13 now and, um, first of all, I think it's hilarious she's like way taller than both her sisters now <laughs> already. Like, she got jeans from that other side of the family, so I don't know. I feel like at some
0: point... Dude, Gracie's your brother Ben her. is fucking tall. He, I mean, he, he gives doesn't necessarily, like, give me a run for the money, but it's one of those... He's, like, 6'4". He's, like, 6'3", yeah, 6'4". Well, and plus the last time I saw him, he was a bigger guy, too. So And every time... No, these guys, are Michael's kids, though. Like, Gracie, I think, is going to be taller. Michael's only, like, 5'8". <laughs> but...
1: At the same time, Crystal and her side of the family—they're all really good athletes, and I think she's got some uncles that are fucking huge. And like you said, Ben's huge. So I mean, it's not like it's not on our on that side of the family too. So Gracie's just and and like she's tall and she's gorgeous, and I fucking love her. And she's uh, uh, she's also a super nerd too.
0: Sorry, picture time. And uh, she,
1: uh, <laughs> uh, she's all into uh, uh, she, you know the the Avengers and the comics and stuff. So we could talk about that. And we all got you know doing something into the Spider Verse and we all gave our huge opinions on that and stuff. And it was it was super fun. Oh, dude, Spider Verse. Okay,
0: so well, actually, I mean, do, do you have any like fun stories no, from no, the trip or anything? Yeah, or I mean, like, like you know. Cause I was gonna I say, we'll, was, we'll get into of... the media stuff later. Yeah, like, yeah, we'll, we'll, get yeah, all, yeah we'll, we'll get into yeah, yeah, we'll we get into that. I mean, I don't mean, have too much. Listeners to... know that, right? Oh, by the way, okay, yeah, I was gonna say that's one thing. Welcome back, listeners. I said, yeah, I'm sure you looked down and just went, "Holy shit, my phone! It's <laughs> it's misbehaving with T-Rex. It's back. I am. We're back. We we got all sorts of guests set up. I've got, uh, let's see, well, three four set up this week including you mm-hmm. uh two for next week and then uh, from there I've just got more people on on a list but mm-hmm. we'll we'll be just getting a hold of people yeah, and getting exactly, schedules yeah, together yeah but yeah. well, we've got them locked in we're 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 hitting the ground running like I said earlier in the show sorry but please but show yeah, no our, our, our no no it the was the just trip.
1: it you know Houston was cool it was it was neat it was very upper middle class area well stuff, I guess
0: I'll and... ask like this um like what was your Probably like what was the day where you probably had the most fun?
1: Um, oh man, there was a lot. There was there was just you know hanging out, going out with all the kids and stuff. Like we went to uh, this arcade they had that's almost like a uh, like a I don't know. Almost like a Dave and Buster's, but not not quite so adult. You know what I mean? Almost okay. like a Peter Piper pizza or something like that, but huh, okay. on a bigger scale. So, in like they had this. But so, I would so assume they this, kind they of like, this, an like adult truck yeah, of cheese. Yeah, kind of. They okay. they have like a um, um, like this pizza buffet and stuff with awful pizza. Holy <laughs> shit, it was terrible. Um, <laughs> the food not great. I mean, I had a salad. It was okay. It was a salad bar, you know. So yeah, I'm like, all right. So that was where that was most of what I ate. But uh, then. They had um, they had just this big game area, game room. You know what I mean? Kid behind the thing with the you know the counter with all the prizes you can get with your your uh, tickets and all that shit. And that's thing you'd win a lot. Of, they had a lot of games for tickets. You know um, they had, like a wheel of fortune game. That's what Maddie liked to play. Madison, my brother's twelve year old, was just fucking adorable. Yeah. Um, uh, my brother Ben's daughter, Madison, was so hilarious in little glasses. Um, but uh, but like they they. They had gone to this place. Uh, my dad had taken Madison, and my sister Kate was there, um, like, right when they first got there. And then um, we all went. Like, you know, Michael's kids, Madison, everybody, and, you know. And so that was just, it was a hell of a lot of fun. I played Crystal and in, in uh, air hockey and shit, which is hilarious because she's super competitive about everything. Yeah. Um, I'll say, though, so the last game, the second game, I think uh, she won, like, 7 to... F- five or something like that, I think I scored four of her goals on myself. So, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I love how
0: you're defending totally, yourself and
1: losing. But, I know, but still, like, I, th- I it's, scored it's, almost it's, all the it's goals. It's okay to lose, John. right?
0: You don't always have to get a trophy. Like,
1: I lost, but I mean, I scored a
0: lot of goals on her, but I also scored a
1: bunch of goals on myself. Um, but, uh, but, no, um, it was just a lot of fun, and, you know, watching them figure out what to pick and stuff, and... Um, Uh, I think, uh, you know, Gracie won the, the, the prizes because she got this little, the, the kind of the pen that you go to click it and it shocks you. Oh, okay. But she's just brilliant. You know what I mean? And stuff. And she, she had plans to give it to her certain teachers and shit like that. I'm like, I love this child. She's hilarious. Um, so anyway, like that was a lot of fun. That was, you know, hanging out with everybody. Um, going to see Aquaman was, was, was fun. Nice, um, yep. though, I, 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 to be honest, I ended up kind of sitting alone. <laughs> I because like, there was, like, fucking ten of us, dude. I just remember going, dude, they were at the counter getting popcorns for everybody for, like, a half an hour, it felt like. Oh, I'm sure. And it was just, yeah. like, I was just, like, this is so terrible. Was that an
0: AMC theater? Did you get points for those? No, it was totally different. This okay, was, uh, so, what well, I'm most curious city. about other cities. It's called, cities. like, Texas City. It's almost like, uh... Alright, so, after a little audio snafu, we're back. Texas Theater. Cool. Yeah, it's called,
1: like, I think it was called Texas City or something like that. But anyway, it was, like, a um, decent enough little theater. I mean, it was, like, the, it's, like, the quality of everything was, like, decent. Not good, not great, but alright, you know what I mean? It wasn't like you're sitting in, you know, seats that are poking you or anything like that, but they're obviously old seats, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. And, uh, uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the audio um, in it, um, I felt like certain things were definitely a little off, but and this was Aquaman, right? Yeah, Aquaman. Yep, okay. Not not off, but uh, uh, you know, um... quiet. Yeah, quiet. Like yep. there was part of it was a little quiet and stuff, but it, whatever. It was it was fine. Like you know, the movie was was a lot of fun. Um, uh, I thought it was great because little Madison, who was like, I don't really want to see Aquaman, like ended up just loving it, and she thought it because I mean, it was just very visually, you know. Yeah, so well yeah. yeah. so she was like, "This is fucking cool as shit." Right. You know what I mean and uh uh, I, you know, I liked the story. I like Jason Momoa. Uh, you know, my dad was like, I only fell asleep once, so it must have been good. Um, and uh, stuff like that. So, it was it was fun. I, I, I had a lot of fun with that too. And nice, uh, nice. But yeah, and then, you know, I don't know, the last couple of days there, like when it was just me, um was fun. I spent a lot of time with Kate and stuff. We went to Galveston and, cool. you know,
0: stuff. Gotta have just a little you guys' time.
1: Yeah, and, you know we talked a lot and stuff and that was cool and we uh um you know like we went out to eat and stuff there was like to a lot of cool restaurants and um finally God, I got taken out to my my big seafood dinner oh, that I was oh, so nice. looking forward to Thank um you. and it was awesome and uh and yeah my
0: dad ordered an old fashioned like Don Draper <laughs> Who cool. I would assume your dad has no fucking clue who he is.
1: Um, actually, kind of. I think he kind of halfway does. Oh, I okay. He, I think he started watching it back in the day, but stopped for some reason or something.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. It was my dad of... actually,
1: you know, consumes a lot of media. Does he? Really okay. Talk, yeah. You know about it? He doesn't like to admit, but like, there's stuff like my sister's like, yeah, he's seen that like three times. <laughs> he just <laughs> pretends like he hasn't. Yeah, yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. So. So, yeah, man, it was, it was you know, a hell of a lot of fun. Very um, cool. Good food. Learned a lot about cooking from Crystal, who's fucking Superwoman. She swooped in there, like, literally walks in the door, says hi to everybody, gives everyone a hug, and then immediately goes to the kitchen. Door See, we'll, and we'll have
0: to pick up some steaks so we can use that tex max you brought back.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tex-Joy Steak Seasoning is the shit. Um, nice. I love that stuff and it is it is so good and on it's beach. text Joy Text Joy text Joy. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I've which I'm in, sure people in, can get online. Um yeah, yeah, it's made in Beaumont, Texas. It's uh company's been around for nearly 100 years, for literally like 98 years. When you're around
0: for near a century, I think you're doing something right. Yeah, right? It's established especially when you're time. in a food Yeah, yeah, to, making you know, these. Business. And they have a
1: bunch of different types of uh, mostly it's uh, geared Cajun for a lot of it, which yeah. is people don't realize, you know, Beaumont, Texas is like Southeast Texas, very, very near the Louisiana border. Oh, okay. So we're talking within, like, 30 miles of Louisiana border, I think, something like that. And uh, so you have, a, you have a big Cajun community. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, kind of place where, like, you have, you know, Mardi Gras day parades and stuff, you know, just like they do in New Orleans. You know? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, there's a, a brilliant, brilliant sauce, or not sauce, I'm sorry, uh, dry rub. Um, but they also make crawfish boil, they make crab boil, they make, you know, Cajun seasoning, barbecue seasoning, this, these, I mean, they're, they're, they're a huge, like, you go into uh, uh, H-E-B, which is the big grocery store chain in okay. Texas, um, uh, they'll have, like, a whole, you'll see a big, in the spice section, you'll see this big yellow section, because Tex-Joy is yellow bottles, like, you, you like that one? Yep, They all yep. look the same, they just say different things on them. Oh, okay. Right? So you just see this big, boom, this, like, you know, two-shell, you know, like a whole shelf. Like section full
0: of all their seasonings. Yeah, it's like they're they're a huge institution down there. So nice. I'm just saying, I they're amazing. <laughs> but and yeah. we're not even getting getting paid by them. That's just free advertising. That is it's just free advertising. <laughs> there it is. Like, seriously, if you can find it, it
1: is... It's just... It's the best spice rub I've ever had. My brother had it for the first time after me talking about it for years. And I was like, is this that stuff you were talking about? Oh, my God. This is really good. (laughs) I was like, I told you, dude. Right. We used to have my other brother when he lived in Texas, and we didn't. We lived up here in Montana. When we first moved up here, he would ship it to us. He would just, like, grab a big thing of it and put it in the mail. Nice. Yeah. It was really
0: good stuff. See, that's one... uh, Your movie... Your Christmas movie experience sounds far better than mine, because... Christmas Eve, great movie experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mac and I went and like I went over to Max since I had already like Sunday. i went and done did stuff with my mom's side of the family mm-hmm. and saw her and everything. And uh, we set up plans so that we could get her an entertainment center, you know, later and you mm-hmm. know in the week and everything. And considering the last thing she had ever owned, I think was a tube TV and a VCR. Uh, combo, <laughs> which they insisted on having the VCR part in because, well, they were going to watch so many VCRs. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I like to josh my parents about that. Because, <laughs> both of them, because they, they both were just, they, they, they've never really cared, but my mom, at least, has you know, made efforts to learn and mm-hmm. advance. My dad just doesn't care. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it it doesn't matter to him. Um, but, uh, yeah, Christmas Eve, didn't have anything to do, so I, um, Went over to Max for dinner and it was awesome. Uh, I forget what he made, but it was delicious. I think steaks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he made steaks and like potatoes and stuff. And it was just nice, great little, uh, you know, mm. simple meal. Um, but then we went to Vice and it was really good. Um, that's one that.
1: Christian Bale just won the uh, Golden, Golden Globe. Golden Globe,
0: did he? Yeah, good. Yeah, he thanked he Satan it.
1: for channeling Satan. Oh, goodness. For his well, inspiration for playing Dick
0: Cheney. Yeah. I mean, dude, it it leaves you feeling dirty. Just, it, it it's one of those things where it just, it. Cheney got away with everything he did. Yep. Chaney, and it's, it's crazy. He did because, never and
1: will never hear anything from anything he did.
0: Everything yep. he did, he well, got free. Yep. And it's one of those things where the movie opens with a, a thing where they're just like, um, Dick Cheney is the most secretive leader, um, in our country's history and so we did our fucking best or something like that and and it's it's crazy where when you look back at the film it plays out essentially like a documentary because they found everything possible that like okay here's what we can prove that like yep he had his hand in this or whatever whatever all the conversations and all that shit is all just Speculation. Yep, speculation, and there's actually a scene about it. And I don't know, it's really well they done. Just, I just yeah, really I was recommend it. I, I would imagine it. Because rem- that's the way the Big Short felt.
1: I mean, they essentially were like, look, this is we're going to make this as here's possible. The as possible. Fa-
0: here's the difference, though. The Big Short felt like a movie, this felt like a documentary. This yeah, felt like yeah, a documentary this... starring people you know playing people. Okay. Whatever that the term for that is. Mm-hmm. Um but uh big short was an entertaining movie still but it was still a movie you can mm-hmm. you uh, you can still watch that and be taught stuff but the whole time th- it's a totally different energy totally okay. different and energy. And to be honest to I
1: was I I, I think I, I think I know what you're I think I know what you're saying because I was like, because the Big Short, you're right, is borderline, but not quite a documentary. Yep, yep. It, it's got it's got some kind of that that kind of a feel to it because it's yep. very true. This one is very, very real, Much,
0: a, but this a documentary one, yeah, this one has just... more of a
1: documentary feel. Okay, and yep. I'm cool with that. I'm cool. right. I really I would I'm I'm down with the fact that they're like, look, this is just the stuff we can prove, and of course we can't say that this is exactly where the conversation went. We do know the end result of the conversation was A or B, right? Is essentially what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, so that's what I'm I'm. Down for that shit.
0: Yep, and uh, then uh, Amy Adams, she steals the the performance as his wife. Like, she... It, she was just, nominated yeah, yep, for Golden she, Globe. She was astounding. Um, but then... Then Christmas came. I worked, worked my shift. Happy to do that. Made a little bit of money, you know, because it was Christmas Day, so plenty of people coming through. And went over to my dad's. That was awesome. Had a delicious meal, and... Uh, and I was like, well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not tired yet. Like, I've been mm-hmm. up for a while, but I'm still not tired yet. I don't want to go home because uh, I don't think anybody was really home. It was, you know, still Christmas, you know, night where it's like they could be out. You know, it's just like, eh, don't want to do it. Don't feel like going home and gaming. So I went to Holmes and Watson because it was the only thing showing and that that I hadn't seen and that I had any even semblance of like, okay, well you know it's it's free for me so let's go uh, the way I'll describe it is that i only fell asleep 3 times and um each time i'd shake myself and all right we're going to pay attention now we're going to pay attention and i'd it's an hour and like 37 minutes it, and that's
1: just and that's just cuz that means it's like it's not even that it was bad. It just wasn't even, like, enter, like, like, I don't know. <laughs>
0: and I mean, it's it was boring too. Yep, it's on top of that. Yep, it's Christmas night. It's gonna essentially a packed theater. I'm going to laugh. love it. I'm going to laugh. I'm going right. to laugh my ass off anyway. It's um, it's a, essentially a packed theater, and early on. They hit you with some jokes where you're laughing because, you know, it's they, they hit you with the good stuff early mm-hmm. or, or, you know, a couple of things where it's like, OK, well, that's not bad. And then they just keep playing those jokes again all throughout the fucking movie. You're going to see the same joke over and over. Like just multiple like variations of essentially the same thing. Weird little voices. And I mean, like one of the things is um, Holmes can't figure out what kind of hat he wants to wear. So he's always showing up in weird little hats. Before, of course, by the end he gets like his just hat. lazy
1: sight gags and stuff. Oh, yeah.
0: awful sight gags! Like every once in a while, there's that little burst of um, physical humor where it's like, oh, okay, that that person. Like it, no matter what, that's just a good physical humor. Yeah, that was performance. Just,
1: yeah, that was just that just was a good good.
0: <coughs> <coughs> All right, so we had. Another audio issue. So if this, uh, like, if these sound like we have weird breaks in what we're saying, eh, we do, we do. But, (coughs) oh well, we'll, we'll, we're making it through. So, Holmes and Watson. Very just uninspired. Everything. Where, um... Normally John C. Riley has always been the one that can get Will Ferrell to do something. No matter what, it might be... Absurd, but you're on board. You know, I just, there I think is that, no real absurdity I think here, that though.
1: It just, you know, they can't always be hits. I just think that, I think that sometimes even great comedians, you know, and great comedic actors and writers and things like that, sometimes you know, flub it up. And and mean, you know, I'm sorry, semi pro. I was not a big fan, kicking and screaming. I did not really enjoy. I didn't, like you said, I felt uninspired. It felt lazy and clunky. And, you know, and and, I mean, and so it's like Will Ferrell has those movies sometimes, you know? And and it happens. And it's just. And John C. Riley does as well on his own. But his
0: are usually more like it's because he does like the dramatic stuff. Oh, um, it, it just you know, because he also is it amazing. Is
1: I mean, you got to remember, he was nominated for Golden Globe this year, too, for Stan and Ollie. You know what I mean? No, absolutely, so, but, uh, but uh, a lot you know, of, I but would he, say, his clunkers but he does, but, I mean, yeah, have been yeah, in But, Yeah, 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 he has that clunkers. I mean, and it's like, when it comes down to it, they're both fairly prolific, you know what yep. I mean? And and the fact that, that, you know, Will Ferrell almost primarily does comedy. I mean, yes, he does, but he hasn't done dramatic in a while, you know, which I think... I don't. I, I think he should. I, I would be interested to see him go go dramatic again, just because I think it it, it keeps them
0: stranger than fiction.
1: There was uh that no. was that wasn't. I don't think that was his last. The, uh... Uh, everything must go. Maybe.
0: Yeah, th- that's one I was trying to think of. The one. Uh...
1: Yeah, the one where he's divorced and yeah, living, on the, stuff and stuff. And living yeah. on the lawn and okay, stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um.
0: He may have something else, but I, I don't.
1: I yeah, remember. and I mean, but it, it's just I think he. Uh, I would like to see him stretch himself again just because you know I think he's good at it. And and I like seeing somebody that's got, you know, nuance, you know what I mean? I mean, he doesn't have to go straight Steve Carell what Steve Carell's doing, which I'm, I'm I absolutely enjoy too what he's doing. Yeah. Um,
0: Although apparently he's in I think it's Who made uh, Welcome to Marwin?
1: Uh
0: is it Spielberg?
1: Zemeckis, I think. Zemeckis,
0: there we go. Apparently, it's Zemeckis' worst film ever. Hmm. From like numerous things, where it's just—it's it, one of those things where it's just it like it meanders about with no hey, real man. message, and the message that there is just it weird. Happens th-
1: you know, and that and that happens too, especially when you have high concept. You know what I mean? I mean, look at the, uh, oh, geez, what's his name? Um, uh, uh, did Princess Bride and stuff, and he everything he did was a hit. I um, oh, can't think um, uh, South Park made fun of him when he was going, uh, he was so against the, the anti-smoking, but he was all fat and kept eating cheeseburgers, and <laughs> he was like, you smokers are disgusting! <laughs> anyway, it was uh, like hilarious. Been anyway, he, that, yeah. uh, he was, he was like a hit machine, like, he just, everything he did, and then he made North. You know, that one with Elijah Wood, and, and it was just awful. Oh, really? And, and it was just like... Biggest bomb of the year, and 'cause I mean it was his next big movie, and and it was just terrible. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I mean that happens, you know. Zemeckis too, I think he's had some stinkers too in the past and stuff. I mean, look at apparently look at, this
0: it, one shines above. <laughs> that, that,
1: that'll happen, you know. But I mean, Steve Carell also did, you know, um, the uh, what is it, a beautiful boy or whatever, the one like you know that he's getting such praise for. Yeah, yeah, that one, and, I... you know um, what I'm really excited for, uh, this season though, is the, uh, the one that Joel Edgerton did. Um, he's in it too. Um, uh, Boy Erased. Um. Oh, okay. I vaguely yeah, know it's, what it's you're talking about. the one about the, uh, conversion therapy. Hmm. About trying about the kid that gets, that comes out as gay and his family puts him in conversion therapy and stuff. And oh, okay. like, dude, that's, that's some real shit. Like, you know, like if Kate had not come out, actually, I don't let's just say where my parents were at 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 the point when this movie I think takes place when I think is in the 90s when this stuff started first catching on if Kate had come out then when she was a teenager like God only knows yeah, you know, and I'm not saying they would have done it because they're evil people I'm just saying because they no, believe it's that just, they, were, they were doing. They would. They would believe that that's the best. A thing A lot of times, that's that's why people do that stuff. Sometimes, yeah, they're
0: evil, but a lot of times it's just it's that. Because that's because what they they're, believe
1: that this is the right thing to do, and it's and it's not that they're tr- you know they they're they're literally doing you know they feel like you know this is a painful thing for me to do. Doesn't she understand? I would never do this if I didn't care. You know what I mean? If I didn't. You yeah. truly believe it would help and stuff, and it's it's sad. It's it's just so anyway. I think that's going to be a really powerful movie. Yeah.
0: So. Uh, oh, and I um, I had agreed with you. Sorry, I pulled up uh, the list of movies that are out right now. Mm-hmm. I had agreed with you on Aquaman. Fun. I mean, it at least told it's a cohesive like, story from A to B. And it and always it, helps your movies.
1: Okay, so it wasn't a perfect movie or anything, but it was damn good. You know, it like what I think. I think. Wonder Woman beats it, you know what I mean. Um, But I will say, I think this might, for me, be a little bit more fun to watch. I would say I I thought it was fun to watch. I think it was beautiful. I think you know, like, like Wonder Woman, just man, just it was so tight and everything was the next right step, except for the ending.
0: That ending was a CGI clusterfuck, and, and and it felt just slightly. Rushed along, it had no matter what. You cannot take away Wonder Woman's like uh, presence, presence, and that that fucking her entering the battlefield. Mm-hmm. That scene is without question better. Um, but overall, like Aquaman tells a fun story. It gives you his origin while being
1: not an origin, not an origin. Yeah. yeah, we already
0: you, saw you, but you you get a. You, Get glimpses into all of that stuff. Um,
1: you get to see him become the king of Atlantis. I, I don't know,
0: I think they both stand on their own ground, and that ground is pretty much equal, but for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, Wonder Woman was massively important, especially, like, it was wonderful, especially on Reddit, seeing, like, all the little girls, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, having a hero, having a, not not fucking Black Widow, who... Is kind of hard to look up to as like, I want to be her. It's just like, well, Black she's not Widow, as. Well, cool I Black Widow I like
1: that. I, I love what they've done with the character because they didn't make no bones about the fact that she's a killer. She's yep. a fucking killer.
0: And I mean, know? some little girls love her, and I'm not trying to take their way in any way, shape, or form. It's just one of those But it, that She's
1: never been the forefront of her own. She
0: movie. she never had an impact the way that, that Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Woman and did. And Wonder yeah. Woman,
1: too, is iconic. You know, 10 years ago, nobody knew who Black Widow was. Everyone still knew who.
0: Yeah, very true, very true. Um, but uh, actually, I'm going to try and turn your gate up. Hopefully, this doesn't send us into oblivion. All right, go and uh, say something from here, real quick. Hello, hello. Okay, there okay, we go. I was trying to All right, cool. a little bit more. Um, so, uh, um, like those two movies still tell a <coughs> story from A to fucking B. The problem with like. Justice League and um, Suicide Batman? Squad, oh, and uh, and Batman versus Superman. They kept trying to put in so many things into these movies instead of just tapering it back just a little bit mm-hmm. and, and slowly building stuff. And and there there were studios where it's like when you look back and you can find the photo online where it's like, oh yeah, here's what's coming out. We've got two Justice League movies. Then all of a sudden, they like legitimately try and claim we never said there were going to be two Justice League movies, it's just one. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no, we actually have it right here. You it's built a up. universe, like you were building a universe, and you guys just panicked. And you know, anyways, well, I mean, they there when before. it comes
1: down to it, I don't think they really thought the Avengers would take off, and then they did. And then they, like you said, they went into panic mode, like, fuck we got to catch up. And it's like, no, you should not have been worried about catching up. I think what up. they're doing right now about. is
0: working really well. where Just make your solo movies And then maybe, maybe, maybe Here later on If you can keep all your actors and everything You can bring them all together Mm -hmm. But do not in any way Make that your main goal Focus on just the solo stuff Because it's like If you keep doing stuff like this Oh, you're on the right track Oh, they're on the right. Yeah, track. yeah, yeah.
1: They're they're and and I mean and I don't know. I know you're not you're not really into the new Shazam.
0: Oh well, no, it was th- that first trailer. It, I-, I wasn't sold on it. Now that I've seen it a bunch of times, and especially now that I've seen it up on that IMAX screen. Oh baby, I Shazam! Think, <laughs> I, think, I think what it's going to be is I think it's going to
1: be that 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 shift in tone that Marvel started figuring out, where you shift to a light hearted you know like well, the shift like an Ant-Man this or is
0: really the first movie for DC that kids can beat really uh, other than, like Red I mean Aquaman Aquaman is kind of there but um, having a kid involved you, they can yeah, see yeah, themselves well, on screen th- that,
1: yeah exactly and that's and that's the thing is like that was that was what uh, that was what was so great about Shazam about you know Captain Marvel um, that's what everybody forgets he's Captain Marvel too they're just calling him Shazam which is wise yeah. Um, which I think is the end result of litigation. I yeah, think. yeah. But uh, uh, but anyway, um, uh, uh, yeah, he's you know Shazam and everything, and and that was what was so great about Billy Batson was that even when he was the big superhero, you know, taking all the risks and all that stuff, he wasn't just at heart; he actually was a twelve-year-old. Yeah, you know what I mean, or however old he's supposed to be, you know what I mean. He was a kid, and you could really identify with that, and it was just like, oh man, I, I was, I was. Yeah, I was. I I. Yeah, was, no, I, I, I like what I'm, I'm saying. on board with that. I th- and I. Lo- What's his name? Who's Chuck? I. I. I think he's going to be so much fun. Yeah, Chuck him.
0: though, but he is the best. That's best description for. Him. I can't remember his name, but he's wonderful. I love him in in general. He's a fun mm-hmm. actor. Mm-hmm. Um, but you did mention one name, Captain Marvel. Oh my God! I can't wait. I, I'm just. I'm. Yeah. It's.
1: I'm so. I have the hugest crush on Brie uh, Larson, Larson, and yeah. uh, like she's, you know, seeing everything she's gone into. Um, I watched a cool thing about the uh, the uh, getting ready for it. You know what I mean? Um, and not just her. It was a guy who does. Um, he gets a lot of people ready for movies. That's like his job. He's a personal trainer who does that. You know, like sets the schedule and the diets and all that stuff. He's the one who. Uh, what's his butt? Uh, <clears throat> Bradley Cooper in like fucking what was it like 8 weeks or something like that put on like 40 fucking or maybe 12 weeks put on like 40 pounds of muscle like they never thought they would be able to get it done you know just with the diet and everything yeah, yeah. And, and all that stuff and he fucking did it like literally the final day he had gained 40 pounds of muscle to play Chris Kyle you know what I mean it was like holy fuck but no he's the one he gets a lot of women now cause he was the one who did uh uh, uh what's her name Bloom um Mary John Krasinski Emily Bloom Sure, Emily Blunt. Th- Emily Blunt. I think that. Yeah, yeah Emily that Blunt. Anyway, right. oh my God, she's gorgeous and she's Mary Poppins and brilliant. Um But no, she did a, 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 a um, live die repeat. What's it called? Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yep, yep. And she has that scene where she does those push-ups like that, and like that's literally all her you know nice. what I'm saying? Yeah. And she like and like every female actress when they go to when they get one of these big movies, these action movies, they go, I want to look like her. Because she was like defined but like still like not like overly so, you know what I mean? And yeah. she was actually strong and all that stuff and like yeah, so he did Brie Larson he does um Alison Brie for Glow and shit like okay, that. Yeah, He's yeah. the reason she does like all her own stunts. I guess in 2 seasons she's never been hurt. Oh nice. Yeah, she's like they're like knock on fucking wood cuz she takes right. her falls. You know, so good honor, good honor, and fucking Brie Larson. They were like, Brie Larson is strong
0: as shit. He's like, you would be surprised what she can put up. Nice. Well, moving right along, we're gonna go to what I saw last night: uh, Escape Room. I oddly liked a good portion of it. I really did. It, It was like. Especially for a PG-13 movie. Like, it's just... It's got fun to it. Like, I was thinking of, like... Okay, I'm in fucking high school, especially. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's like back then... I would have loved seeing this movie... Right up until the end. No matter what age I am. I'm not going to like that ending. Because it's just... (sighs) Lazy... And a clear... Cash grab attempt at a sequel mm. instead of just uh, everybody's trying to be saw, dude.
1: Kind of, and they want to be able to do like a new one every because Escape Room, think about it,
0: is kind of like no, saw. And, you can and, come and up trust with me, I was sure, watching everything, and, and, and they figured it out. It, it was like I said, I, I, I was on board, on board, on board. What the fuck. And... It's like, what do you think they were setting up, though? Like, well, didn't no, you think no, they were trying to... Not, not in this capacity. Huh, okay. It's lazy. It's, it, it's... That's just lazy writing. <laughs> like that, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's one of those things where it it, it kind of cheapened the movie just a little bit. Just a little bit. It, mm. it honestly did to me, where it was just kind of like, come on, guys. You, you You had honestly built something where it's like... I was a fan of four of the five rooms they they're they're really well done um one of the rooms just, it just it kind of felt like I don't know if they ran out of budget ran out of time what but it just it didn't feel quite mm-hmm. right it felt like maybe they could have done it um yeah, there, there were moments of the yeah, no seriously yeah and um, and it's one of those things where there were moments in that scene where it's like oh that doesn't look oh, well there it went. It was like that. That moment looked good for for a second. It really did, mm-hmm. and then then it just kind of got goofy. And so it's like that. The ending, depending on your mood, you may leave it and go like, "Oh fuck, I don't." You know, I really didn't mind any of that. But like, no matter what, that ending just feels a little, a little mm-hmm. like, well, you guys could have. I don't know if it would have played better as like an after credit stinger or something, mm-hmm. or what, but just the the way it ended, it just kind of, like, oh. Felt no. shoehorned in kind of a deal. Yeah, a little bit, a little yeah. bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, uh, studio came back, and they're guaranteeing this will make a sequel, so get that scene in there, or something, you know. Well, everyone's got to leave themselves open for that kind of stuff, yeah. and it is kind of, I don't know, I mean, it is interesting
1: to me to see the franchises that that are just, you know, in limbo. Like, are they ever going to do anything with that Tom Cruise, Hustle Crow, Monster Universe? I
0: mean... Oh, no. Just that thing died a long time ago. Oh, it got I mean, quietly scrapped a long yeah, time I ago. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and I mean, and it, I don't know. Um, personally, I have no interest in seeing Pop- Mary Poppins Returns just because I I still haven't seen Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. I never saw it as a kid, so you I... You should you, watch you, it. It's,
1: it's magical. Um,
0: and I've heard from what I understand... Everybody said that, but it's one of those that I... I really do think there is that, something like, to be said for I'm, I'm somebody slightly past. There it. is something. I am, there is something yeah, to be said be for when I have a kid. There. There we go. When yeah, I have yeah. a kid. When you have a kid, that, and there's
1: also, when, like I said, there's something to be said for Julie Andrews
0: when I at kid the height about of the her co- powers. Child.
1: Right at the height of her powers, as good as she was, she was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And there is just something about like, like she, she's very special to watch. So she's, okay. I think, worth the yep. watch. Um, and it's Disney back from back in the day and stuff. And this is Walt. This is very very Walt Disney because he was very involved with this. So, um, but uh, and from everything I've heard, my my dad took uh, some of the girls to see um, Mary Poppins Returns while I was down there. I didn't go see it. Um, and uh, my oh, dad, yeah, you can was, give my dad a, a was a little bit of a review. Then. Very, very what, what well. He he just saying, said but. he was just it was it was just wonderful. He thought, you know, um, you know, he's before they went. He was like, you know, I wasn't sure about this when I when I heard they were they were doing this, and then I heard Emily Blunt was involved, and that made me feel better because I think she's very very good, which means my dad thinks she's really hot, <laughs> um, which he's not wrong, <clears throat> right? But uh, um, but yeah, so and then he came back, and he was just like, she was Krasinski's looking for you, motherfucker, right? He said, uh, uh, she's, uh, uh, he called, you know, he called out of that's what she said, and Steve Carell was on stage. That, that's awesome. <laughs> that the Oscars, Steve Carell said something, and I think he was meaning it be a kind of a, uh, Golden Gloves, sorry, yep. Golden Gloves. There you go. And, uh, and Krasinski, they show him kind of the audience going, that's what Jared said. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, so I guess she's just awesome. I guess the guy, um, uh, the guy who plays the the Dick Van Dyke character, mm-hmm. uh, um, even though know, Dick Van Dyke has a famously terrible Cockney accent in uh in Mary Poppins. But um this guy I guess was Which very, didn't he apologize for later? Um, on? I think probably yes. Yeah. Was, it was sure what uh, was that so anyone who's Mary Poppins Like <laughs> fucking hey dude, it was so bad. Uh but uh yeah, so so I guess this guy is just awesome and I guess he's a um He's like a music coordinator and stuff, and like he does dance. So he's not like a like a mainstream actor. Actor. He's been in some stuff, but he uh, he's like, ta- Like the reason he got this role is because he's super fucking talented and yeah. can pull it off. You know what Very I mean. Very nice. That's so nice yeah, it's
0: everything everybody said. It was just magical. It was Very a little cool. Busy magic. Well, uh, going down the list, Bumblebee. Holy shit! This movie was fun. I was hoping so.
1: I was everything I looked. I was like. Oh, my God, this is going to be, like, what I was hoping for a good Transformers movie to be. Because I was an old school kid, you know, like, watched it when I was a kid. This is the Transformers. This is what they look like when I was a fucking kid. You know, Starscream with the silver and red. Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. And he's, like, an F-15 or whatever he was. Uh, I believe he was an F-15 or F-4. I think he was an F-15. So, anyway... Fucking a! I, I was just I'm I'm down. Yeah, it's... And I like John Cena now. When I see him involved with stuff, I'm like yeah. fuck yeah because he can pull that shit. After
0: Trainwreck, Trainwreck, like uh, yeah, uh, cockwalkers. Did you watch that one yet? I did. Yeah, okay. yeah. It was he was he, good. Was good. he yeah. was good. He was
1: good. He was funny as shit, man. I, no. I that's that's one I think is kind of like a little bit of a um, people missed it last year. I thought it was really funny. I enjoyed it a lot.
0: It was good. I just don't think it was really funny. So I get why it didn't catch at theaters. It, it wasn't funny enough Trent doesn't have a good sense of humor though <laughs> it it was like <laughs> no I really it went. was like hey, Neighbors <laughs> 2 not Neighbors it, it See, needed to it was, be slightly was, better I don't just know man I, I liked
1: I mean I think they were all kind of doing um, you know their thing you know what I mean as far as like Cena does a really good job of being
0: this huge monster that's guy that's not fair Neighbors 2 is pretty crazy. but lazy.
1: But, uh, but you know like like he's this big, huge guy, but he's just a guy. He's just yep. an average guy. He does that so well. You know what I mean? And
0: how um, are you doing this,
1: right? <laughs> and like, and you know, uh, uh, Leslie Mann being that super likable, but you know, super neurotic character um, that I love her as. You know, and um, and that other guy who I name. He should be a household name by now. He's so fucking good. Um, yeah, I name. I, forget uh, his, I, I can't remember his name, but he was, he's he's big. The one in who neighbors. was in *Neighbors*, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, and he's he comes out oh, *Neighbors* okay. doing the <laughs> <a> clown. <laughs> right. No, so, anyways, you know,
0: moving uh, moving back to to *Bumblebee* though, um, we, we yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah, a was good diversion. No, it was a good di- ver- diversion because Cena was in that. Um, but uh, Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld, right? yeah. yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. She's playing a girl just turning eighteen. I hope this is her last role of. Playing a girl just turning eighteen, I want her to start to, like I know she's like twenty three now, slightly older, yep. getting just, just a little yep. bit... yeah, like, twenty two at least. Uh, and this yeah. this is a good way to where it's like okay, cool, you you've had a character like turn eighteen a few times. Well, and, you've had and she's just seventeen, and now you're you like, know at <laughs> the
1: same time though I don't know when she I, was wonderful. I, she's not I, I. She I can almost not blame her for doing shallow movies for a while because she's. Um first of all she is a very talented actress. She she can delve into characters. Yeah. She was nominated like for I said, Edge for, of 17. It you know,
0: was fucking amazing. Yeah,
1: um yeah, Edge of 17, True Grit. Um and uh but she's like a full You're so crazy. Well, because I couldn't pay attention to anything other so sure than I'm sure there are that. lines there but I get oh, I, I, I understood every word. Um anyway, so like uh she's a full-time fucking pop star. You know how much fucking energy and time that takes? Right. Like she's on tour and shit. Like at least I see pictures of her on stages. So she's doing she's I mean like dude, I don't blame her for I don't blame her for going I still like to act. I still wanna do a movie a year or a movie or two a year. You know what I mean? Take, you know, f- you know, two two months out of the, you know, and do one or whatever. But you can't really, you have to really devote yourself to that art, that craft. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if later on she goes, okay, now I want to go back to acting for a couple of years. Right. You know, and start doing that. Crank a couple out or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do, you know, make some Oscar bait movies and stuff. Because she's capable. She's capable. Oh, but I'm she's sure. a super successful pop star. So I'm like, I'm not going to try and be like, hey, she should be doing more acting. Fuck that, dude. She's filling stadiums. Fuck her. She can do whatever she wants, man. Right. And she's successful, and she's hot, and she's everything else. Like, she's got the world by the balls right now. Whatever she wants to fucking do, more power to her. Yeah, As long as she doesn't go crazy and go Lindsay Lohan and shit. Right, no shit. But Lindsay Lohan wishes she was Haley Steinfeld, because Haley Steinfeld was the big actress, and then, like, child actress, and then became a pop star legit and Lizzie Lohan tried to dust
0: what she have, two
1: albums that just
0: both sucked. One of them I think the first one was the the one where it's like that's where the studio really had paid attention and we're we there. And then the second one the, I'm gonna at this stuff this stuff. <laughs> oh, and it was just I think they were both supposed to be terrible. Yeah. Like- well I mean yeah well I mean I guess yeah in the context of everything, neither were good. But yeah. one was slightly better than the other. Better. <laughs> um, so moving down the list, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Holy fuck! I think I've seen this movie three times. It's amazing. Love it. Love it. Love it. So much fun. It, it's and the artistic it, it has style and everything. So out. much. Like what? What I found out later on is the fact that uh, uh, Peter Porker is uh, completely hand-drawn.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. It looked at... I mean, yep. yeah. Every
0: time he's on, on on screen, whatever he does is completely hand-drawn, which is fucking phenomenal. Like, this movie is the closest I've come to seeing a comic book appear on screen in front of me. Well,
1: because it was, all, it was, like, layered. It was like there was this, like... You know, like like you said, like, okay, so there's the, the normal C G, you know, almost anime look to just the C G, just the normal world. Uh-huh. But then layered on with like graphic comic style sometimes, or these almost like graffiti overlays, and then like and then like Peter Porker who's like he's complete he's a cartoon. He's a cartoon. Yep. You know what I mean? That layered on top, and then sometimes there's this weird anime effect to everything. It's just fucking amazing. Yep.
0: And, and, and I mean the story the actors. There is literally nothing in this movie that I can point to and go, "Oh, I wish this was different." Nope. I just Dude, all of for it. me, my favorite
1: vocal performance in that as good was the one I didn't, I'd never fucking heard of the kid who played Miles Morales. Oh, yeah, I thought he was, was fantastic. Yeah, and i never, and I, he was the one guy like I didn't, I have no idea what he looks like. Who you know yep. that kid? I hope he gets more work. He is very good. Yeah, very good. Like really relatable as a kid, and that's where a lot of these movies fall short too. Yeah, is like they start getting to that, and it gets very cliched and very trite, and just blue. And like, no, dude, this this was like
0: I don't know. I felt for this kid. Oh, absolutely. And and it's one of those things where there there was so much, so much within that movie to be able to unpack. They they had a brilliant villain with a great tragic backstory. Where it's like his evil plan made sense, mm-hmm. you know what what he was going. Well, you, I don't want to give it away because it's like if you haven't seen, yeah. It, go, well, I mean, and the, the
1: whole and the whole you know the whole Prowler storyline.
0: Oh, was I thought like beautiful. didn't feel shoehorned in. Yeah, didn't feel like was because kind of a legit surprise. I don't know Miles Morales' story. And I guess Prowler is a part of, like, his origin story no matter what, I Oh, guess. okay. So, yeah, um, no, I was one of those things. Right but either. no matter what, like, I, I was just thinking, like, oh, cool, they created their own little hero for the, the, the movie. I'm, I'm cool with that because they are giving you so much. I think they actually give you five or six by the end. Of the movie, villains that you get to see and like experience and everything, and it's well, and so they, much and they, fun. Everything and and and, and like you and said, again, I, I don't want to give those away, but well, it's like well, you still exactly, get that little exactly. finger. Like, I haven't seen
1: I get, how many to look so, forward to. So that was another thing that I thought was really cool, and I and I am pretty sure this is from the comics. um But because uh, like you said, I've never read the comics either. Um, I was kind of excited about that too going in, like going like I have no idea what this origin story is. Yeah. So I I dug it. Um, but, uh, uh, like you said, we got five, or, like all these villains that we know and you go, Oh, that's that villain. But they look nothing like, don't even operate like their old selves. Like yeah. and for that, that we know, but we automatically already know who they are. Yep. yep. You exactly. know what I mean? There's no like, Oh, that might be, I don't know if that's, who is that guy? Like, no, that's freaking so-and-so. Yeah. That's who that is. Yeah. They're totally different,
0: but that's who that is. I loved that. That was yep. so good. And so I, I can't wait to see what they've got coming forward for mm-hmm. us, you know, from there. Um, so I, I, we can't suck the dick of that movie enough. So we're just gonna go ahead and move right along because mm-hmm. it's we could wax poetic forever about it because mm-hmm. it, it is it just wow, was, it was just it was fantastic. And it, that it. one best uh, animated feature at the, good, the Golden Globes, um, the Mule, uh, Clint Eastwood's new, new project. I saw that it was good. It's it's a very slow, contemplative movie where. You get why this near 90 or, in the movie, maybe 90-year-old grandpa ends up being a drug mule. Mm -hmm. You you get that story, and that story is not going to be exciting. When it comes down to it, it's not. He's 90 years old. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? You're not going to have car chases and stuff, so don't go in expecting shit like that. But it's a good movie. There are good, muted performances. They let Clint control this movie, where Michael Pena and Bradley Cooper are both in it as cops, and nobody really talks about it, because they're there. They give exactly the performance they need to. There's there's nothing, Mm -hmm. you know, that uh, Cooper and um, Clint have a couple of really good scenes, but Michael Pena, somebody who can easily take over a movie, knew to step back, Mm -hmm. and did well, it was beautiful you know you know it's
1: it's it's funny it's i mean that's clint eastwood too you gotta remember the guy is a really good filmmaker well
0: i would say penga showed up knowing that oh yeah 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 you know, and, and, it's, and i mean and there was it's nothing funny too. in his performance um, anywhere that was trying to so
1: apparently clint eastwood i don't know if you know this is like some of the quietest sets in hollywood right the way he you know like he uh like they talk about that until he says action and he doesn't he doesn't actually say action he just says, I guess he just steps back and everything gets really, really quiet and he says, whenever you're ready. And it's like, okay, go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and and they talk about that like it's very, like, it's not that it's um like a, like a scary set, you know what I mean? And he's yeah. going to bark at you or anything like that. It's more, everybody here is taking this very seriously. Yeah. So I hope you do too. Yeah. And if you do, and we all do, we're going to make something great. Yeah. And I think that's what they do. You know what I mean? And so I could see how that would create a movie like you've just described. Yeah. You know what I'm
0: saying? And now I will say that the one thing where like, and I mean, it just kind of fits, but the old slightly racist grandpa Park mm-hmm. is still there from Gran Torino. And it it's just it's the way and I mean I'm I'm sure it's like the the area I forget where it's set, but it's just one of those things where I'd really like to see him play a role where he's not a fucking racist.
1: Well, it's it's that's part of Clint Eastwood and part of who he I think is. I think he is a little bit racist. I think he's just he's one of those people that thinks that like, okay, so I don't think uh He believes in anything crazy like segregation or anything like that. I think he's one of those people that it's like, you know, so what if I said the N-word? I was just making a joke about something. You know what I mean? Like, you know, people are too damn sensitive. And, and that kind of a thing, and you know that was a big part of Grand Torino was, you know, uh, you know, being a you know good person, a good person. You know, you can doesn't matter if you say a little, you know, if you're politically incorrect. And it's like, well, you know what? I'm sorry, dude. The, the, there comes a point where it's like we're fucking past that. Yep.
0: And what what I'll, what I'll say is, sitting in the theater, there there are moments where it's like, yep, you laugh at what he says, but there are people in that theater you can tell are laughing in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I, I don't, I don't know, I'm just like, it's like, I'm moving forward in happy, wonderful ways, and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that, where it's like, you know, it's like, if, you know, it's like, and I'm sure that's not in every single Clint project. No, enough, no, and it's just, way, but when but it, it just, comes, it's just cause, it cause it more to, personal,
1: you know, when you get to his more his more personal movies and stuff, he gets very, you know, he's yeah. he's got this chip on his shoulder about he he, you know, he's kind of one of the, um, there, there's this, you know, that that kind of movement within the conservative movement, you know, uh, you know, you want to talk about oppression, you know, try being a white male Christian in this country, you know what I mean, and it's just like. Uh, you're not fucking oppressed. You just don't understand right. what oppression is, okay? You are more... You are not as free to be as racist as you would like, okay? That's not fucking oppression. And so, you know, it's just... it's. It's, you know, they, they think, you know, a certain, yes, I understand that there's people that take political correctness way too far, and and I, I understand that, and there is a lot of that stuff out there. But to be honest, it's not nearly the problem that a lot of people think, want to make you believe it is. Yeah. Okay? A lot of it is just basic political correctness, which is basic, like, humanity, like, just courteousness, you know? Not say vaguely racist shit. Don't yep. say that shit. Stop. It's not fucking hard. Like, God. Yep. <laughs> you know? It's just,
0: just... You know, be... Try I was trying to make a joke. Person. Don't make
1: that joke. Just don't make that fucking joke right now, yeah. okay? Like, if you don't know your audience, you don't know... What you know it's like if you go you know, if you're a comedian I don't care you're up on a stage I, you're, you're supposed to try and be funny Yeah. this is your outlet
0: you and, know what I mean and I will say nothing he says is really offensive it's just that like yeah it's not crazy off offensive it's that, just like, like, like it's just vaguely offensive it's just admittedly like, why yeah, yeah you, you do offensive. hear old guys say it here and there and, and it's one of those things like yep that, that's the way it is but you know what like it, it would have also been nice to see like the movie go by and that just not be in there and him work with these guys who mm-hmm. are Latino, and just it, it just it kind of be whatever it is. Yeah, you know? it, I and mean, it's, I mean, but don't get me wrong; it's still their relation, relation, well, that relationship is still fun. It's still to an extent, you know. It, mm-hmm. But you know, it's still a movie worth going out and seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And I mean, and like I said, I mean, Clint Eastwood is a is a is is there's something to be said for, you know, experience and he is an artist. He's he's an artist in many ways. He's an actor, director, writer, you know, pianist, uh, you know, musician. He's you know, he, he does he's an artist in many, many, many ways. And so everything he does is to a degree quality. You know what I mean? There there are some that fall short in story or tone or whatever, but you know, or not actually not tone, but I mean just, you know, like uh what was that one about? Um, Trouble with the curve. Not not that sure. one he did with uh, Amy Adams and Justin Timberlake. And really not sure. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah the baseball. baseball. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where he's a baseball scout and stuff. Yeah, and it turns out he's going blind, but he still recognizes this kid's flaw because he could hear the the way the ball hit and blah blah blah. Um. Anyway, it was just like it was fun enough, but it was you know. I felt like he may have been trying to say something, and with that movie, and it just really didn't come across. Yeah. You know, it was a fun movie, and it had some you know Timberlake's good in it and stuff. Well, there
0: and, are a lot of people out there that say after Tombstone, he's gone downhill. Like even with Grand Torino, they they don't. It's one of those that like after Tombst- Tombstone, or not Tombstone, uh, Unforgiven. Sorry, Unforgiven oh. was like his magnum opus. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I
1: and, and to be honest, there is something to be said for making arguably the greatest western ever made. Right. So, you know, and that's, and and, I mean, to be honest, that's probably not my favorite Western, or I don't, maybe, I don't even know if it's the best, but I think there's a good argument for it, and I think that people who say that aren't fucking crazy, um, so, you know, I mean, I think it's easily top three, so, you know, I mean, it's like, there's something to be said for that, and I think the reason he was able to make that was because he knew Westerns, you know what I mean, and he knew... That's the story he wanted to tell, and and I know you know, and and anyway, after having
0: been in so, so you know, many he was and he was got to remember a lot of his you know,
1: movies. You know, the spaghetti westerns were interesting because they were outlandish and crazy, but then in certain respects they were the most realistic. You know what I mean? So
0: it was. Well, people also forget that like they were essentially B movies. They, they they like just they, they were fucking kinda. cranking them out. Well, kind
1: of, yeah. I mean, well, Sergio Leone. I mean, he didn't crank that many of out, but but still, no, other people. Yeah, ones, yeah, yeah. Well, Sergio, yeah, Sergio Leone. Yeah, his his ones.
0: Yeah, exactly, but and they it, were very like, long too, yeah, and yeah. long for crutches, his. Yeah, yeah, his were, but like um, that. That was it. Was common to go over there and th- because it was westerns were huge.
1: Yeah, so, westerns like, were comic book movies. Fucking, they were every know,
0: other movie was a comic was a western. You know. uh... It, but you, you know, and,
1: and since then it was you know,
0: my grandpa used to watch a lot of them, and they all told the same fucking story, right? Just with worse and worse actors, and every once in a while, well, ju- like, oh hey, you're well, not essentially, bad. and it's funny too
1: because essentially what, what what Eastwood did was he humanized that story, you know what it, what happens when the killer has to live with himself? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know with, that with, was with you, you know what I mean, and tries, and what happens when violence comes around again. How do you respond now? You know, can you bring that person back? Can you know should you yeah. bring that person back? You know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, what is justice? Who's whose job is it? You know what I mean? Like, you know, what makes it your job? You know, just because, you know, you're judged during execution, you know. So there's that's that. I mean that was the genius of of unforgiven. And, um, it, it was a very realistic, you know, yet romantic look at, you know, all that stuff. But, um, I don't know. Uh, he has done some great, I mean, you know, Grant Torino, there's, there's no arguing with that. Um, there's, uh, he's been in some great movies too that he, that he hasn't directed. I don't know. I guess you're right. I mean, I don't know that he has. you know, there's people that say flags of my father. Dude, I, I gotta say letters from Iwo Jima. It was pretty good. It was pretty fucking spectacular. I never yeah. saw flags of our father's.
0: Because um, he made them both at the same time, right? Yeah, or yeah. Back to back, essentially. Yeah, he, I, yeah. It, I think to be honest,
1: I think he made them at the at the same time. And letters from Iwo Jima was interesting because it was so from another perspective. Because you know what that is, right? It was essentially if he made flags of her fathers. About yeah, you know the Americans, the right. Americans, and then Letters from Iwo Jima was literally what the Japanese were on um, the through. other side of the um, exactly, and and Ken Watanabe gives a, a this this iconic performance and stuff, and um, it's just it's really interesting, it's really humanizing, you know, um, and, and stuff, and I don't know, it's it's very, I was really really impressed. So, but at the same time, is it better than Unforgiven? Well, no. <laughs>
0: right, yeah, so, yeah. you know, I don't know But, uh, yeah, th- that was a great little Clint Eastwood chunk But I'm getting a little bored with it Yeah L- I mean, we, we, we had some good stuff But it's like, well, no, really Clint, Clint, Clint got his, his stuff And it's one of those Yeah, he's like, also kind of a, yeah, crazy person, so A little bit, a little bit yeah. we, we can move right along Because I'm going to skip over second act Because I had no interest in watching that That was that Jennifer Lopez one. Oh God, I don't even know what that's about, mm-hmm. so Oh, she was going to take over the business or something. I don't know. Um, go back to school. I, no, she fakes her way into a, like, she's, like, works at Walmart or something and fakes her way into a CEO job. Oh. Oh, there's going to be hygiene.
1: That's a second
0: act, I guess. Yep. Uh um, fraud, but okay. Right. Uh, Vice, which we already said, or which I said I really good. want to see that. Good. Yep. Uh, I'll definitely uh, check that out again with you. Because I, I want to see it again because it's one of those, like, fuck, like... Just the way you're left feeling right mm-hmm. at the end of it. You're just like, God damn. Ralph breaks the internet. It was fun, but... Yeah, you said it was a bit disappointing. It just, it didn't have... Okay, okay. that That's what it was. Sorry, because it's been a while since I saw that one. It's the fact that the first one had that sense of nostalgia and just, oh, you, you were loving it and the Biggest thing right off the bat is when uh, when you walk into the Grand Central Station or whatever, or Grand Plug Station, whatever it's called, you immediately go, where'd all the characters go? Because it's very apparent that like, oh yeah, they don't have licenses for everything. They moved on to new things. So there's no sense in mm-hmm. getting them just for a second's glimpse. Mm-hmm. You know, they get the characters that matter, get the characters that you own, your Disney, Fucking, so you know. We, we, yeah, so we're in you the know, big, it's to it's, get that it, it's scene. Well, and as, as, as filmmakers, and probably you'll like, see. Well, oh, you'll see. The all scene. Disney.
1: They're like, we have the equivalent scene when they go into the internet and they have all the Disney shit come at them. Well, That's no, their equivalent um, scene to it,
0: kind of. Yeah, it, it's one of those where it's like, uh, the, the problem is once they get into the internet, it's weird jokes that feel slightly dated or just dated and then like i i don't really know who the movie's for it's kind of for kids kind of for adults but it doesn't really commit mm-hmm. where like that first one it was for everybody This one, it it feels like it's trying to walk some. Well, and that's a tight wire. That's a tight wire. That's a tight
1: rope and stuff. So I don't
0: know. We'll see. And and but um, the uh, and there are also just some weird morals that, like, to me, where like it it felt like threads were left undone. Where it's like you could have had some good like anti-bullying messages, but Mm. you kind of skip over it. And it's just like, oh, that's too bad. Like yeah, especially for an age where. Kids, that's something that's common for them to have to deal with. Is yeah, is, is yeah. There's yeah, cyber is a much bigger thing something, than real bullying. Uh, the, anymore, shit like I that we never sure. had to deal with growing up. Where it's like when we're when we were going through that awful age. It was still like MySpace where when I was in like. Yeah. Going into, like, high school. Dude, I I didn't even have,
1: there wasn't the internet when I was, I mean, there was barely the internet. There was barely the internet when I was going through this. This is like dial-up shit. Yeah. It was like, dial-up was new and crazy and holy hell, what is this? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my goodness. And I only knew about it because my friend had it. (laughs) We weren't, yeah, we're not going to get the internet. Why would you need the internet? What do you want to do on the internet? Yeah,
0: well, and at the time, yeah, what the fuck were you going to do on the internet? Wait ten minutes for a picture of a hot girl to download. Yep. And it stall out right before you get to the good stuff, but you finished, you know, way before it was even done. Her face was there. You're like, yep, I'll make it work.
1: Jesus Christ, Trent. <laughs> it's
0: got very vivid all of a sudden. <laughs> Dude, nobody had time for 56K. Right. Unless you started in the morning and came back the next day, or came back uh, from school and just hoped that your mom didn't... Uh, Because that's what my buddy would do. He'd go and open up a bunch of stuff and then just hope his mom never got on the computer during the day. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But, Um, yeah, it was just, I mean, I don't know. Like, the the Internet was not really a thing when I was a kid. So all the bullying happened in your face.
0: Oh, yeah. You know. Well, if you wanted to say something, you could say it. But you had to either be really good at running or really good at backing up whatever it was that mm -hmm. you were about to say. And that was just what it was. Now I'm not saying that we should go back to that. That 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 in itself hey, was a let's very just do toxic no culture. no at all. Like there's no, that. Yeah, if you, if you have you know a thought where it's like, you know what, I I don't like what you're wearing. I don't want like um, one of my friends and I went out to um, lunch of the week, uh, earlier in the week, and we we're talking about acne, and where it's like it fucking sucks. And if you have somebody who points it out that person go fuck themselves and you don't need to be hanging out with them anymore because it's something where it's like humans have to deal with it. It's just, it is what it is. Every Mm -hmm. once in a while they pop up and it's one of those things where like the people that matter won't care because it is what it is. And it's one of those things that unless it's something that they can fix in that moment, don't say anything, and, it's well, and like, it's, even it's, if you're out in public, a lot of times it's better just not to say anything because otherwise that's all they're going to focus on and yeah Yeah, I mean, well, when it
1: at. comes down to it, it's just it, it it's rude. Yeah, it's it is exactly. It's rude. It's don't you know? I don't know. It's it's not that hard to be a decent person, and it's not that hard to teach your kids to be decent people and not victimize people and stuff. Yeah, and well, I understand that children will kind of do that automatically as they're you know as you're growing up you start you know and that's fine and i'm not saying you come down with the fucking you know hammer of thor on them but there they are those are learning experiences you explain to them that's not okay it's not okay to make people you know what i mean and i understand that you, you know what i mean and eventually they'll understand and that's i mean like what the hell like how do you not see that, you know, and it's like, oh, if kids didn't you know, what is it, your kid's job to make sure that this kid grows up strong or something? You know what I mean? Strong enough to handle But you No, know, fuck that. Your your kid is trying to make himself feel better by making fun of somebody the else. Usually when children health. do that it's because they're being belittled at home. You know what I mean? And, and they're being bullied in some way at home. And, you know, I mean, it's like... But that's another thing, too, is you see a lot of parents bullying their kids and don't really get it, don't really understand. They think they're disciplining or they think they're, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I don't know. Their kid doesn't care. Well, they they know I'm joking. Do they really? Do they fucking know? You know what I mean? They're
0: nine, you know? It's like... It's Maybe you've said that and they'll repeat it back to you, but they don't fully understand what that concept means yet. Yeah, it's and like, it's, it's like, it's, it's about sarcasm on kids doesn't always really work. And it can,
1: and it's like, and you have to. It can, be, yeah, but you have but to be, so, be very And you have to, well, you have to specific, watch a kid's yeah. reactions. Like, if the kid looks like he's got his fucking feelings hurt, he probably did. Maybe you should go, like, hey, you know I was just kidding. I hope I didn't offend you. You and know, if and I then did, you I talk apologize. about it, and go, and then you go, okay, and that's what you do when somebody offend. You know what I mean? You're not trying to, like, to hurt their feelings. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? And you, and it's like that's a learning thing. Oh my God! Look, and you you can actually talk to your children, and you know, there's a lot of people who don't believe that. That's you know, you don't talk to your children. You know, they're they're there to show you respect as their parent and you, you know you know what I mean and it's yeah. like, you know, that's why they just, they just did a study, lo and behold, and it's like one of these obvious things, you know, it's like kids that are brought up in very strict households tend to grow up to be really good liars. Yeah. I know that for a fact. I used to lie all the time. I was... By the time I was a teenager, there was so much shit I got away with because my parents had no idea because I was a great fucking liar. You know why? Because I found out real early it's way better to lie and get caught than it is to tell the truth. If you tell the truth, the full extent, you know, no matter what your parents say, when they, or at least my parents, whenever they said, it'll be better for you you'll get in less trouble if you tell the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, you fucking won't. That is a <laughs> fucking lie. If it's like, it's like, oh, now we know, so now we're going to throw the book at you. You know what I mean? And it's like, what in the fuck? So I learned way early, lie my ass off and keep lying and keep denying and eventually they won't know if you're telling the truth or not and you might only get part of the punishment. Right. You know, which was always fucking way
0: worse than it should have been. So. <laughs> um, well, we're, we're going to go and get back to the list. Mary Queen of Scots.
1: I want to see that, but I also have a huge crush on Sir Ronan and uh, Mario Robbie, so. And okay.
0: it's history stuff. And Trent's like, ew, history, gross. <laughs> For the most part, <laughs> yep, yep. Cure Knightley can't get me to watch those movies, so... she got me to watch like two of them then she kept fucking making them (laughs) and it was like god damn it Kira (laughs) (laughs) I gave you your two stop yep yep (laughs) again with the same movie (laughs) right um which isn't fair wildly different movies but but as far as dress concerned it's a period piece damn it she wears big floofy dresses she wants to wear the there's wigs involved and you know stuff and balls uh, oh goodness like balls you
1: know like like a like a Balls, dance, yes, dance. dancing. Okay, dancing. Big yeah. dances.
0: Okay, yes. I was going to say, wow, what kind of movies are you I don't watching? Know, like, what else am I supposed to call it? A soiree? I don't know. What the fuck? Uh, Dr. Sis is the Gritch. I still haven't seen and I probably won't now that we're past Christmas. I, I, I was going to at one point. That was that had already passed mm. um, for um, that night. Yeah, I might
1: I, catch it sometime if it comes When it comes out, exactly,
0: yeah. Welcome to Marwen, I just had no interest in, even when the first trailer popped up, even before I heard bad stuff coming from like other sources where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, that that doesn't sound good. But the, the trailer did not seem interesting. Like, it, it's just, it was one of Steve Carell's pieces where it's like, oh, he's off doing a Carell piece. Like, okay, cool. Have fun.
1: Well, I think this is much more of a Zemeckis movie.
0: Well, you know what I mean. The high though, concept. Where Carell likes of, to go let, attach himself to those projects. And sometimes it's like, yep, you did that. Can, can can we get back to the good stuff? Can we get back to the good grill? But, anyways, and I mean, I'm sure he gives a great performance or whatever, but it's, you know, in, in whatever You're capacity that he can. Yeah. yeah. And Mortal Engines. Holy shit, that movie sucked a bag of dicks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I had. There's really not much to say. I hated the lead guy, he was awful. One of the worst castings of the year. Um, and that man, that that fucks up a movie so so bad. They shoehorn in this fucking romance. Well, and, and, and that feels just forced, and just like it, I would have loved. Just I don't know, about man. Every girl. every
1: time there's they do these meetings for these, you know, when they're pitching a movie, and you know, at some point they're you know at towards the end of their their explanation of what it is. Um, And they're going, you know, so there's going to be, you know, action and adventure and romance. And I just want somebody in the room to go, why the fuck does there need to be romance? Right. Now, if you start with romance, and this is is essentially a romance set upon the backdrop of whatever, okay, make that your focus. Because that's the only way that shit's going to work. If you just fucking throw it in there, it's, no... No, now it's now and, it's going to be bad. Who knows?
0: It, it could easily be in the book, but I feel like if it's in the book, it was handled better. It has Well, to in abandon. the book they might have a lot more time to devote to it.
1: You know what I mean? In the book, they 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 might have tons of time to devote to it and really build this relationship and really build the whatever. But, you know, it's like when you're when you're when it's like the the third thing you're thinking about as an actor is the connection with another actor. That's supposed to you know what I mean? That's rough. Well and he's that's just rough, man. He's such a shallow and
0: vapid character where it's like it's probably not necessarily the actor's fault. And not not that's right, if he's not that's another thing. If he's not if he's not if he's poorly written. You could tell they you really know. wanted him to be Han Solo, a Han Solo mm-hmm. type character a roguish kind yeah, of but in That's no something that, way. that 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 is so Because he wasn't a roguish, he he was a, a fumpy little like guy up Fompy. in the, I like funky. <laughs> is a word, that, and then it means exactly yep. what you're saying. I know. Yeah, Foppy. Yeah, I said it wrong. But um, I still like Foppy. Because <laughs> that pretty much describes what the fuck he was. Right.
1: No, it, well, I mean, and in, in, in the, there's very few, like, they have to realize, like, okay, so you had all these great characters, you know, like Wait, he, no, he Han wasn't Foppy, he was
0: and... uh, low class, and he was trying to get up with an upper class girl, that's what it was. Oh, but, and you that's know, another thing. There was this weird, like, kind of triangle thing where, like, he's he early on. You think, well, oh, he, that's the girl he's interested in. Oh, nope, nope, never mind. He he's about this girl. And
1: you know, I, I think there's something that that Hollywood's trying to do, right? Where they're trying to recreate Harrison Ford in like a bunch of different ways. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because he played that. I mean, it's like every time you look at those kind of characters, those roguish. You know, half the time they're played by fucking Harrison Ford. You know what I mean? There's a, you know, so they're, they're constantly trying to, with these, these kids that are good actors, but Harrison Ford, the first, you know, dozen movies he made that were so good. It wasn't his acting that was so good. It was, it was his just presence. who it was. Yeah. It was his, it was just, he had this ease, this cool, like you just knew that this dude who he like, you just don't fuck with this guy. You know yeah. what I mean? There's just something about him. You don't know why. But you just have that, and so there's, you know, a lot of those actors now are, you know, generally big dudes, so it's like, well, they're just big and intimidating. It's like, oh, eh, yeah, but there's also kind of an attitude you have there, you know, that, um and especially, like, guys that were, because he had it so young, too, you know, and Harrison Ford was a little bit older. I want to say he was in his late 20s when he did Star Wars and stuff, so he was a little bit older coming into it, but, you know, even into his, you know, early 30s and, and late 30s and stuff, he still had this, you know, he seemed like a, like a, 45 year old guy had been there and done that you know what I mean even though he was much younger and so it's just it's, it's really hard to to find somebody with that kind of presence you know and yeah. then, you know guys like Hugh Jackman have it you know what I mean and he had it back in the day but he, he was Wolverine you know what I mean and that, and that character needed that but nowadays who are you going to, you know, Ansel Egger, you know, not not or what is his name? Yeah, uh, uh, Kingsman guy. Yeah, um no, no, I'm talking like oh. the the baby driver kid actually, but that's not I Oh no, okay, okay. I okay. meant the kid who they hired to play son solo I miss I miss I used the wrong oh, name. Oh, that dude. Yeah, really? you know, and that was the thing like like that was the problem with him is like he wasn't a bad actor and when you really look at it he he really hit some good notes and stuff, but he just didn't have that it was like it was like he was he wasn't Han Solo, he was you know, like like Han Solo would have done the same lines, but it would have come across completely different, you know, and and stuff. And so it's just I don't know. It's it's hard to to find that so, guy. Like,
0: like <clears throat> as it's been pointed out, and I had the same thought in the theater. It's like Ugh, that movie. God damn that movie! Fucking like so Han Solo funded the rebellion so it completely takes away the the whole like him turning down cash later on and like motherfuckers i made y'all i get to do whatever i want and nah, like he, would have had he an funded about that he funded he a small faction like, he gave them he gave
1: he gave one faction in the rebellion out of dozens he gave one of them the ability to continue to keep fighting Essentially, mm-hmm. is all he did. He was that's like there's that's like before the rebellion was cohesive because this is what this is supposed to be before the rebellion was actually under one banner type thing. This was just several different guerrilla groups that were coming together. You know what I mean? And this was one of them and uh by by Emphas Nest this was her you know her mother had started it and she was you know and she was actually her particular focus was going after the red sun and all that stuff so that's who he funded he didn't fund the entire fucking rebellion dude that wasn't a, he key he, he, funded play this back
0: all in the movie they make the movie say what he did was we're, they they're they're like, this, were like we're going to build and stuff. a rebellion yeah. Now we can build a rebellion. Yeah. Now don't was, have she, a fucking say that line. Have him say a different fucking line. I know, I know. I, because that's not at all what the movie said.
1: <laughs> for me, I'm like I'm like, but I understand the context because I'm a super huge Star Wars nerd. I don't know. I can't hate I, I can't bring myself I shouldn't to hate have any to watch Star Wars seventeen
0: movies. different things to get a I, I know, I know. I
1: I personally can't bring myself to hate any Star Wars movie. I'm just I'm I really Like, Star Wars to me is, you know, it's warts and all. You kind of got to take the good with the bad. And I'm not going to pretend that Solo is like the best Star Wars movie or anything, but you know what? I fucking enjoyed it. I watch it every so often and go, yeah, it's cool Star Wars stuff. Uh, But at the same time, that's the kind of nerd and fan I am with it. You know what I mean? As I said, that
0: that is uh, easily my Wolverine origins mm -hmm. of Star Wars. And
1: I'm not going to say that, you know, I think it is towards the bottom of the list of the, you know what I mean? Stuff and, and I think you can easily pick it apart with a lot of things, but I think there was a lot of fun to it too. Oh, yeah! I, I like John Favreau, I liked a lot of the costumes, I liked uh, a lot of the characterizations, I like what it set up. Um, uh, but you know, I mean, I loved Lando, uh, I loved uh, 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 oh, Donald Glover, Donald Glover yep. Jesus Christ. Um, I love Donald Glover. Um, I even liked uh, the you know, L3 character, I, I thought that was fun. Um you know Woody Harrelson was great. Woody Harrelson's Woody Harrelson. He's he's. I I just pretty much throw him in anything. I'll watch
0: it. He's brilliant. Um But at the same and time, what's his name stepping in last minute as the villain? Paul Bettany. Yeah, Paul Bettany.
1: Yeah, I like Bettany. I bet. Who was, was it supposed to
0: be? Because Bettany stepped in on like I did a not, week or two notice. I'm not sure because it was supposed to be somebody else. Hmm. And for whatever reason they had to drop out, or for whatever reason they yeah, just decided, well like, it's we're because you got to remember route. like
1: like when it comes down to it, um, and I've heard people I, I've watched a couple of things like where they kind of break it down and go, yeah, the guys who because you know it was the guys um, Phil Lord and whoever the guy who's um, who did uh, wasn't it Lord and Miller is that it uh, Lego movie and stuff that's the bird, um, uh, so like you know like though it was those guys who originally were doing it. They, their directing style does not in any way, like, like it's like, there are a lot of people who are like, that's going to be a hot mess, because action movies like this, and, you know, set piece, friggin', you know, sci-fi action movies that require all sorts of technical stuff, all sorts of green screen, all sorts of this kind of stuff, do not work with directors who come from comedy, generally, who are doing, you know what I mean, aren't used to, like, every shot is really technical, and you can't really fuck around and play around. You can't really do 37 takes of, of uh, 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 ad-libbing to get the right, you know, funny one. You know, you can't do that. You yeah. can't do that. It's like, it doesn't, you know, there's a lot of movies you can. There's a lot of movies, brilliant movies that are made that way. So, it was kind of like, like, there was a lot of people, I guess, when those people, when those guys got hired that were like... I don't know if they're going to be able to pull this shit off and whenever they left and it was all creative differences and stuff it was kind of like yeah I can see why you know yeah. and so you know and then you get you know uh, Tom uh, uh, Ron Howard who's brilliant but you gave him a Hugely truncated time schedule. You know what I mean. Yeah. They had to completely redo the Han Solo character because I guess the way the 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 other guys were doing it was completely different. They were trying to play it way more for laughs and almost tongue in cheek, and you just, that would not have played well with Star Wars fans. You know what I mean? Making like Han Solo aware of how ridiculous he kind of is. Mm-hmm. No, Han Solo is not. You know, like Han that, that Han Solo was never that. You know what I mean, and I think that was where the big break came. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So they, you know, they had to retrain this kid how to act the way they wanted him to. You know what I mean. So, I mean, that's I think why his performance suffered in some parts. Like I said, he hit some big notes. I feel like he had big days where he had to make, make be, you do that hand solo line and like, you know what I mean. And he really nailed it a few times. And there was a lot of little times that he needed to that he fucking was a million miles away so
0: what are you gonna do you mm. know what i mean but you enjoy your rewatches uh i will i, I will happily check you. out on that one i'll be back for for the rest it's mm. just and, and i mean if they were to make another one like okay like that's that's a different project that's moving forward it's going to be a different control like, yeah, you're, I'm, you're, I'm it's really... one direction then okay cool
1: i'm really but. interested
0: to see the mandalorian the the, the tv series yeah, yeah that's yeah. what i want to see well, Favreau is always fucking awesome. And
1: he was a big part. He was in
0: Han Solo. Yep, yep. Uh um, in Solo and a Han Yeah. So, uh, going, uh, going sports way, I know I don't really follow football, but when I did, it was Vikings. They didn't make it, did they? Because they lost, other people didn't get to get in. Yeah, something. something like that.
1: And um, Seahawks made it, and then we... Lost a heartbreaker. I didn't get to
0: see the game, but I know it was a heartbreaker. Holy the score. shit, that to fucking, the Cowboys. um, the other game that followed that one.
1: Yeah, okay, so that I want to tell this. I want to tell this. Okay, so, so there's a little bit of backstory here. So, I think it was named Casey Parkey. So, Parkey, I picked him up on my fantasy team back in the day, because he had a good game, and then I picked him up for another game, and he had another good game, and I was like, yeah, we actually stuck with him. Um... And this was like probably like week seven or eight or whatever the hell it was, right around there. It was kind of third way through the season or something like that, um, and uh, or more than. But anyway, so this kid in this game, I want to say it was at least four, but I think maybe five times in the game, in one game, he missed field goals that bounced off the upright. Right? So, in other words, I mean, it was literally like, one went oh ding, one God. went ding, one went ding, one went ding, one went ding. I mean, I remember that game, I had like negative nine points from him. Okay? Okay. In that game, I was, we were like, what in the fuck? And then, like, I was like, he missed a million field goals. And then I went and looked at the replays. I'm like, oh, my God, they all hit the uprights. And it was like, st- like, they were, dude, they're mathematicians going, like, statistically, do you know how, like, <laughs> like hard that is? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then to have him end their season, end their season by doing it again. Well, it was...
0: It was that's just... It's one of those that, that, it it is one of the, it's that classic argument of do you ice the kicker or not? Because either you get him warmed up or you get him second guessing it. And because like when he kicked, uh, like I I was, we were all watching at the casino because it was, there were only a few of us in there. And I mean, it was hard not to watch that game Mm -hmm. um, by the end. And uh, yeah, it was really close. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, one point if, if they would have hit that it's over because I mean they had marched into what should have been prime territory and so he was warming up over on the side and he uh, does one and boom goes up and oh fucking like you know into their whatever their little practicing and I was like oh shit that looked good mm-hmm. Like that looked good and uh, so he goes out and he just gets that one through and then like oh yep yep cool got the time out and it was just like well I don't know he, he's not going to get another little warm up is he and, uh, sure enough, just, boom, right off right of the got, He was able to... That's
1: why you ice a kicker,
0: man. It's hard. It's, it's...
1: Because, I mean, as a kicker, you, it's, it, if you, especially if you're icing the way, you know, you're not, you're not, like, going time out right in front of the kicker's face, you know. So they kick that ball going, like, that felt perfect. And they watch it go through, and they're just like... And scene, you know, and I'm done. And then it's like... Fweep oh, no, Timeout, And it's yep. just like, oh, fuck.
0: Yep. Now I got to do that again. Yep. And, and it's all going through your head. And especially for him, if you're saying that happened earlier in the season, you know he's sitting there going like, fuck, like, like I, I, I've, I've bounced it. Don't, bounce it. Don't bounce it. Don't bounce it. Don't bounce it. Don't bounce it. And it's that, right. um, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> it, it happens in racing or like when you're riding your bike. Uh, like motorcycle. Um, oh, it happens in the yeah. It's yeah, a lot it, of things. It's, it's where you it's like psych yourself point. out. Well, it, it's a fixed point. It's you look at what you're not supposed to look at, and if you fixate on it, you will that's go what directly. You, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, where it's like
1: you're like, don't hit the tree, don't hit the tree, don't hit the tree. ah, don't hit the tree.
0: Yeah. But if you force yourself to do what your body is screaming not to do, mm-hmm. um, I was actually just watching a video on Reddit the other night where this guy on a motorcycle is going up um, mountains, and he's being a a fucking dumbass, just... (laughs) going around, and uh, takes his corner, and all of a sudden, here comes semi, and right into it. And it looks like he just drove straight into it. And somebody commented um, in the thing where they're like, okay, so here's what happened. If you watch the video, he tries to turn right while this is happening what that's going to force your tire to do is to actually move to the left you want to turn left towards the um obstacle obstacle and if you do that you'll get direct you'll go directly where you're wanting to go but it's completely it seems completely illogical And your body is going to scream, no, we need to go this way. And you can watch him pull three times. And each time, vroom, vroom, vroom. And it it, um, takes him directly into it. Oh, shit. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like, oh, shit. And that right there is also why I never want a fucking motorcycle. Right. Those just scare the shit out of me. Dude,
1: okay, speaking of motorcycles, um, and the year just ended. So, most fucked up thing in sports last year. Do you remember this? I know I told you about it, but we haven't talked about it on a podcast or anything Most fucked up thing. This dude is banned from this sport forever.
0: Huh, what? Uh, I don't even remember. Moto
1: GP, so the super fast, like, motorcycles that go, like, 200 miles an hour and shit. Those fucking ones. There is a dude who was, like, in second place, and they were, I don't don't know if they are coming up towards the finish line or probably or something like that. Anyway, motherfucker comes right up on the guy, reaches over, and grabs the dude's brakes. And then, like, reaches back. Thankfully, the guy was like, whoa, and he, like, saw it and kind of moved and kind of, like, was able to get away, and, and it just, and he didn't, you know, he didn't fall, he didn't, but, like, and there was a pack of people not far behind him. Like, this motherfucker could have not just killed the guy, but killed, like, four other people, too. Jesus Christ. Like, and it's, like, the video is like, clear as day, just... Reaches is over. I mean, like, there is no fucking way that was an accident. I mean, the only thing you'd say is you weren't trying to go for his brakes; You were trying to yank his fucking handlebars and make him crash, which would have been as worse. How adverse. is that better? So, yeah. Exactly. So there's no possible way you can... Oh, my you God. Can, yeah, and that dude is, like, banned for life immediately. Like, yeah. what the mother of And I want to say he was a fairly decent name in the sport, I think. I don't know. It was just, like, I saw that shit. I was like... I mean, dude, that'd be almost like in a USC fight, somebody pulls out a knife. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, like, now he's trying to kill the guy.
0: Right. Well, that's like, uh, what was it, Last Boy Scout? Isn't that how it yeah. ends up? <laughs> yeah, you know who played that guy? Oh, no, that um, uh, was a gun. He pulled.
1: Yeah, he pulled out a gun. Yep. Yeah. Um, and you know who that was?
0: Uh, I don't know. Was, I used oh, yeah. to know. I used to know. Billy Blanks, who is Tybo. Okay, that's right. The yep, Taibo yep, yep, guy. That's right. The, yep, that's the Tybo yep. guy, Billy Blanks. Yep. Okay, so like you you said it, you brought it up. Uh, UFC, it's weird. This is the first month without a pay per view in a while, right? And the weird thing is, like three months ago, they couldn't come up with the main event, so they just canceled it, or or, or supposedly a good enough main event, so they just canceled it. Three months seems like a weird thing that you can't come up with. That it just sounds, sounds all lazy. That, that just sounds
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and even I don't if know. Maybe they months, couldn't maybe it. Even they if it's two months,
0: still, like, I've seen fights come together in fucking a day and a half, half a day. Fucking, um, what's his name, uh, Wonderboy and Pettis are now going to be fighting a fucking uh, welterweight, I believe, because uh, Pettis is moving up. And he called out Wonderboy. Wonderboy said yes, and now they're getting the fans to rally. And they're, like, both saying, like, yes, just UFC, give us give us the contract. We'll Let's both do fight right yeah. now. Like, you know, and it makes it's a matchup that makes sense. But, um, so anyways... Uh, um, other than that, I was going to say that was just a one weird anomaly. So there's mm-hmm. not really too much to talk about there. Um, training hard on jujitsu and everything. Uh, I think we've got a tournament coming up at the end of uh, February. So nice. um, it's one of those things where, if that's the case, uh, yeah, I'll be looking for sponsors here coming up shortly. But I'll talk about that on the next show. Um, anywho, uh, anything else you you want to um, uh, promote? No, no, not 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 that I'm trying to promote or anything. Okay, just, cool. You know, yep. Keep on self-improving, man. Right, fuck yeah. All right, well, love you all out there. Go out, be amazing, and uh, create awesome stories yourselves and share them. Uh, Just know a lot of uh, of people are going to be popping up uh, as guests on the show here coming up. So look forward to all of that. We will see you soon, though. Have a wonderful rest of your day. All right, see ya. Thank you for streaming along, dear listeners. This has been a Misbehaving with T-Rex and Live Hard Studios production. Time to shut the studio down and go create something new for you. As always, go out and be amazing yourselves. See you next time.